you watch High School Musical? I was a big fan. I can imagine you are. <coughs> yeah. Family. Big gay head. Big gay head. It's <laughs> me. It's <laughs> unusually large and homosexual. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Admittedly, it wasn't my best thing. Um, it was very much panicking. I was running out of time. You know, the, the bar was going down. I was like, I had to get something out. And all I had was big gay and head. Yep. And you, you combined them. <laughs> He definitely combined them. <laughs> it for, keeps me in the game. For comedy magic. I'm not in the lead, but it just keeps me at the table. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you don't get relegated <laughs> for inactivity. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was a big High School Musical fan. I think I was one of those ones where I pretended I wasn't. What, to fit in? To fit in. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's the song with him on the sack on the golf course? Oh, um, I'm, I'm not talking favorite. golf course. That's like High School Musical Two. two. Which is, what's that song? What is it? I don't know. Um, <sighs> uh, um, the first one was more my jam. I like um, no, no, no. Steer to the stuff you know. If you wanna play cool, don't play by the rules. I think it's the opposite message of that. Actually, I think. If you want to be cool, you've got to play by the rules and stick to the social it's group that you're in. I'm trying to do analysis of status so, sorry, quo. This is the reason why. I was, this yeah, is yeah. you trying to fit in. This is you trying to pretend that you're not watching High School Musical. Yeah. It's you um, watching High School Musical. I'm gonna stop. That's my plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I was a big, more, much more High School Musical 2. I was actually watching... You were more High School Musical 2? Yeah, I watched The Countdown when I was 11. There was a countdown to the release. It was a big what release. with all the letters and numbers? Yeah. I found the High School Musical 1 that was just too classic and too high schooly. I know right. that's a bad And you want to... more taste in <laughs> High School Musical. I don't know. I think the setting of a sort of, I don't know, was it a, a dry, arid, like, Arizona golf course? Was more appropriate for the characters. Yeah, well, I just... The it, high I, school characters. Do you know what I love? I love... Um, Men get an emotional golf course. Well, yeah, sure. I love when they take a classic formula on holiday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Friends but usually, on holiday. Usually, Seinfeld on holiday. Usually that's after like six seasons or at least three films. They run <laughs> up ideas after the first film. <laughs> on holiday. Chuck him on a golf course. <laughs> Just let Zach do his thing on the course. <laughs> boys go Wild on holiday, should. Well, we've done, we've a, done it. We've done, we've a done the holiday special. Holiday specials, I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Um, how have you been? Have you been all right? I don't think I'm done on High School Music. Okay, so... <laughs> Did you identify to any characters? Um, uh, we all know I'm clearly Troy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Are good you at, Troy? Good at basketball, good hair. <laughs> Wait, do you think you had two things that you were caught between? Yeah, basketball and hair. <laughs> and hair? Yeah. No, because I, I, I said he's got uh, good at basketball, good hair. Yeah, but the, 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 yeah, the, yeah. the key conflict of Troy's character sure, was sure. that he has to try and balance being very good at basketball, but also loving high school, like musicals. Yeah. And that was the difficulty he had. So what is your basketball? What's your music? No, the, the, the exact same. <laughs> You're good at basketball. Mile End Basketball Club. <laughs> and Mile End well, Amateur so Dramatic Society. So it's recent. So this is, this is yes. So I've only watched High School Musical in the last two years. <laughs> so this is you as a 24-year-old, 25-year-old man. 23 to 25. Yeah. Be, yeah. Well, it's tough because it... <laughs> I feel it loses a bit of its charm. If it's, High School it's a bit on the nose for me, to be honest. Why? Because it's exactly my life. Well, it's not because he's at high school. 
other than the high school, he's choosing between basketball and an amateur dramatic society. When he's 25 years old. Well, no, it's not that much about the age. It's quite a lot about the age. I don't think it's that much. Well, for me, I think I can say it's, it's two on like, the nose. Wow, this guy's so good at basketball. He's 25 years old. I don't old. think if I was choosing between playing a basketball tournament with the Milan basketball team and being in a play with the Milan Amateur Dramatic Society and I saw High School Musical, I don't think it'll be too much for me to say that's quite similar to my life. Yeah, I, I, no, no, it is quite similar. But I guess that one of the key parts of Troy is that he has a lot of potential. And I feel if you're choosing between the Mile End... So, are you saying I don't have potential? If you're choosing between the Mile End Basketball Society and the Mile End Amateur Dramatic Society, no, you don't. You've spent your... Pen- Do you know what league the Mile End Basketball team are in? Yeah. Which one is it? Sixth league. The sixth league. <laughs> God, he's done his research. <laughs> <laughs> Which is famously a bad league. It's, a, it's, a, it's one of the lowest. <laughs> If not the lowest out of the London Basketball Leagues. <laughs> so you... yeah, no one wants to hear that story. It's a no. tragedy. No, do you identify? You're the um, gay best friend. He always plays the piano with Sharpay. Sure. I don't remember enough about the characters. I actually maybe saw myself as the black guy with a big afro. I knew you were going to say that. You know, Why? Was, was he just a re- reliable friend? Yeah, reliable <laughs> friend, but who, who is trying to make him do basketball, but then, then gets it when he sees Troy sing. Yeah, okay, that's me. So you'd be trying to make me do <laughs> basketball. You're like, Drew, you're a basketball player. And then I see you and on then you stage. And then you see me perform something from Annie. Yeah, on the mile end. On the mile end stage. Um, how have you been? I've been fine. I've been good. I've been working away eagerly. Um, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Nothing of great interest. You're wearing an orange hoodie now. Oh, it's uh, very orange. You've you, so, Do you think you're entering... Phase like a new phase. The MCU has just released Phase Five. I yes, think. yes, I am. And Phase Four is just ending. Yeah, Wakanda forever. I think. So, so is are you? Do I, think you're going to enter a new? Because I I go through phases very quickly. Yeah. So it's like half a year. Yeah. Just tick, keep them ticking along. Yeah. But you take a while. Yeah. Because I'm lazy and don't have any money. Um, <laughs> Brutal combination. Yeah, I decided that this is going to be. Um, I'm going to reflect my personality and my clothing. Okay. So I'm going to try and be, you know, bold. Loud. Um, loud in your face. Yeah. Um, but with a Not warm missing. hue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. With a warm hue. Because orange is, you, you look you look good in orange. It's a hard colour to put off. Yeah, I, yeah, I suppose it's it is. It's much bolder than, because you, you're I've used never worn to, it out of the house. You're, but I wear it on the internet. Yeah, you, you, you certainly, you dress like someone who's planning to slink around. Right. But then speaks very loud. Did recently get some cargo pants, so fair enough. Yeah, you 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 dress sort of like you're you're trying to slip into the place and slip out. Well, that I often. But then your mouth says something different. Yeah, because you're shouting like, abuse at the the, at the, the waiters. <laughs> no, you're right. It's um I and that's very akin to what I would often describe. I often catch Thank myself uh, pleasure. Um, I often catch myself look um out and about and realize that I do look like I'm backstage at a musical theatre yes. production. There's a lot of that. Um, You've got black hair as well, so you fade into most Exactly. Yeah. I'm the perfect guy to bring on and off yeah. the trees. So this is... This is more like I'm ready to be the main character. Yeah. I'm ready to be the leading man. But you're coming into the streetwear sort of thing. Is this just la- um, a stylish loungewear, or do you think you're going to take this out on the streets? It's a really excellent question. Thank Harish. you. I'm glad you asked me. Um, I think this... At the moment, at the moment, there's just uh, home loungewear. Sure. But... You got to get that confidence in the sheets. Exactly <laughs> to, to get that get confidence in the streets. In the streets. <laughs> I can, yeah, because I only wear it in bed. <laughs> um, no, I think I think it's got maybe got the potential. I'm not a, a garish man in yeah. clothing. No, 
But I think that's what we just spoke about. I am garish in many other ways. Exactly. My dad's very garish. So yes. he, he, this is something that he would probably wear. Yeah. Um, anyway, I w- met up with a friend recently. Um, well, I actually started at, at Paddy's birthday. Okay. So right. This is a question that I want to Oh, we're, we're going straight into this little, yeah, yeah. little cookie. Um, at Paddy's birthday, uh, I was there with a fellow comedian, Mike Rice. He's a great comedian. You should check him out. Irish comedian grew up on the farm. Does anyone call him microwave rice? No one calls him microwave rice. How the fuck is that? Happened? Yeah, I don't know how that has. You're happened. all comedians. That is brilliant. That's what brilliant. in the fuck is microwave wrong with rice? Microwave rice. Like, yeah, and then you can shorten it to Uncle Ben's. It's just like a, sure. as just like a friendly. Sure. Why do you call him Ben? Well, Why not? Uncle Ben's micro, mic, microwave so rice. I call microwave. him egg rice. Um, Basmati. So with Paddy's sisters, um, yeah. who are all lovely. Um, and weird how many are there there's, there's, there's like, like three there's, lot, there's like three of them yeah. i think uh, yeah i think all three of them are there and i'm having just a gentle conversation about history with mike rice we're both <laughs> we're <laughs> both a, that's we're, a funny sentence we're, 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 we're both um kind of wholesomely discussing history Which period um while we were just recommending different history podcasts to each other right so it wasn't really you talking about history it was you talking about other people talking about history yes cool yeah, there right. we go yeah, yeah. and then one of Paddy's sisters leans over and with a big glint in her eyes and goes, I've got a question for you. Right. And puts me on the spot. Yeah. And I'm, Was it for you, you know, when I'm talking about history, I get soft and flabby. So I'm not, I wasn't sharp. I wasn't on my touch. No, it's like you're sincere. Yeah, exactly. Kind of and then spot. she, she goes, all right, here's a question for you. Uh, do you think you would uh, beat Serena Williams in a fight to the death? Sure. Uh, I immediately said yes. Okay. Because she panicked a bit. Yeah. And then she, she didn't go down well. Yeah, I can imagine. It was clearly a leading question. She also said... Was she, she trying to prove a point in a different conversation? I think so. And thought you were a good person to go to. And she proved that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like? Oh, come on. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That, that, like, For fuck's sake. And then I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I said, yeah, I'd probably beat her. If it came down to it, I'd The problem is if her. you think you could beat anyone in a fight to death. <laughs> no, it's not because, true. Because then I quote, you're catty or <laughs> no, slinky. No. Or yeah. What do you, what word do you use? Um, it's like slimy. Yeah, a sli- uh, You're kind of. It's like I'm made of silk. Yeah, you know, you're, you're you're just kind of, as- <laughs> And you do, you do. Yeah. Um, and then she said, "Yeah, that's really. It's so funny. So many men say that. Apparently, she asked that on dates to find out red flags. So clearly, I was the red flag. Yeah. After two minutes of thinking about it, that's a dumb answer. I, two minutes. No, after two minutes of thinking about it, then I said, "No, I." She doesn't open the dates for two minutes. I then thought about it and said. You know what? She probably does actually have me, and that probably was sex. I don't think it's probably. Do you think it's definitely? It's definitely. Immediately. She definitely have me. Of course she would. She's, she's a powerful athlete. She's like, she weighs less than me. She's quite considerably shorter than me. How do you know how much she weighs? Because we looked it up, obviously. Fair enough. So I've been in the back burner. Do you know what I mean? As, as much of an athlete she, she, she is, she's still less. I've still got a bigger reach, and I, I weigh more than her. I'm not saying that I would beat her. I just don't think it's like clearly she um, would beat I me. I don't. I think she would beat proportional me. weight because she's smaller. She's stocky. She's, she's she's thicker. Yeah. She's got and then more. I was th- she's got more muscle. She's stronger than you. She can bench more than you. That's why she would beat me. Right. Well, there you go. So I said that. I was then okay, with Mike Rice. Of applause for the I was then with Mike Rice, who's got farmer's Microwave strength. Microwave Rice. Microwave Rice. He's got farmer's strength. He's he's a much more built guy. He's yeah. the same height as me, but just naturally stronger. Hasn't been in fights. Isn't a fighter. Still a comedian. Isn't even an athlete, but he goes to the gym. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way she'd beat him. Well, big Mike. 
there's just no way she'd beat him. And she and and uh, Paddy's sister was convinced uh, that Serena Williams would. And then Paddy was sort of sitting on the fence, but also was agreeing with his sisters basically, and was shocked. I think you also need to. Views. I think you need to uh, um, incorporate the tenacity of Serena Williams into this as well. No, we did. We talked about it at length. So let me ask you the question: Would in no. a fight to the death, you'd get? Of course, she'd destroy me. Destroy you? Yeah. Well, she'd kill me. Because it's a fight to the She'd death. She'd kill me to death. It's a fight to the death. Yeah. Because I guess the play on She'd that pick question me up like a is, tennis is that that is that that really there's that almost like famous sexist question of men thinking they could beat Serena Williams at tennis, which is obviously ridiculous, obviously. But fight to the death. I just wonder if you start introducing the variables of you're in no. the, you're in the cage and it's going to be one she's of you been, out there alive. She's been there time and time again. I think we need to think personality wise. There's a what pa- time and time again beating pa- someone to death. Hold on, we have to do this. A new Patreon oh, who has done it at five thirty oh, on Wednesdays. Congratulations, Sophia Grace. Our new Patreon. Thanks, Your nickname. Um, Please give me some space. Yep. Uh, well, <laughs> Sophia, tie your lace. Yeah, that's good. Um, no, right. Because <coughs> maybe it is She's me stronger being than sexist. Me. She can bench more than me. She's good. She will have a firmer punch because of all the years of training she's, she's done strong. to she's build up strength. Woman. She's got great upper body strength because she's a tennis player. She's trained that for years. I went to the gym in year eight once. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I do not have much no, strength. No, if, if I can't beat her, you can't either. We're, neither of us will be able to beat her. Yeah. I think, but she's also I, got, like, she's going to have some confidence stepping into the ring. I know Wimbledon isn't a fight to the death, but in some ways, it is. She wouldn't ruin us, I don't think. Well, I don't. I think she would. I don't think. You I don't remember know we're taller and bigger than her. Yeah, but that doesn't really account for much in a fight. You just kick you. Famously, in the, it she does. She can kick you in the balls and elbow you in the stomach. Famously, height does count. In height fight. height counts so much in fights. I don't know. It's more weight. Weight is the thing. You don't. Imbo- we weigh more than her. Yeah, I suppose. And so. she's That's... big. She is big. Do we? I don't really. How much does she weigh? Seventy kg. You're gonna have 76. to give me that in stones, buddy. I don't know. Yeah, I, I weigh right. seventy, so not much more, admittedly. And right. she's much more compact. Um, and admittedly, if and this could be, if the, the, that was a man, I probably would back them. So maybe that is sexism for me. It clearly is, but I don't know what it is. But I just, I just wonder to the death. Do you think any... I think that's the thing I, I'm, I think I'd give up. It's to the death, Andrew. I know, and I think I'd, I think Serena Williams has more of a will to live and achieve than Andrew Kerwin, She'd financial be crime suppose. specialist. She'd definitely be, I suppose. Yeah, but that's, then that's she, wouldn't, she wouldn't be... My, you haven't seen my friend Mike, and he's not huge. He's mm. just a, 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 a strong, grown man. Yeah. I just think a strong, normal, grown man would. Well, be. That, the problem is you're you're now asking me to answer whether <laughs> a man who I've never met would beat him. <laughs> yeah. Never, who I've never seen. In yeah. I don't know what he looks like. All right, so our flatmate Adam. Fight to the death. No, uh, Adam would be. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. But Adam's also got a history of scrapping. Yeah, and also Adam's like goes to the gym regularly. Yeah. Our, our housemate Taha would die. He's but he's he goes to the gym. Sure, he the gym. he's got his thing going on. But, but he's, he's, he's not a killer. He's not a killer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's absolutely. To not be fair, Serena is a killer. She is. Yeah. you don't win that many Wimbledon titles without being ready to murder men. Yeah, I guess. And, and I women. guess her, she, it, it, pr- it proved her point, which was that I immediately just assumed if it came down to it that I'd beat her in a fight. Obviously, not like any female. I just assumed I would. Yeah, that's um, no. I'd, and it just show up, and I, I respected it because I was like, "Fuck, that did show something about." me because i i'm I surprised you you should be more self-aware than that no because i i have a thing of like i just don't like having hypotheticals where people aren't 
people say what they think other people want to hear. Right. And I'm just like, let's lay it out. Let's just re let really imagine Let's it. get it on the table. And I did, and I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I think if you immediately, I think maybe it was the immediate... I was just thinking, I thought she was also shorter. I thought she was... What, Paddy's sister? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, th I think I it was the, the immediate action yeah. of answering without the pondering. Yeah. How... Because it's to death, yeah. Like it's this just comes down to strength and tenacity, which she beats us with both. Yeah. What are you looking up? How tall she is. She's five nine, which is pretty tall. But yeah, I, she's she's got it, man. But you still you still got like I've got like five inches on her, dick size. D dick size. <laughs> You're doing the old dick. <laughs> she's swing. got a little dick. Right? Yeah. It is small. Yeah. Um, so what you think of fling the fling the cock at her? Yeah, <laughs> get get the five inch out and it's yeah. game up. <laughs> Hands up, like I'm pointing a gun at her. Kills herself yeah. on the spot. Um, but yeah, no. I, but then it was the fact that she didn't think that 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 Mike would beat her that I felt was interesting. Right. Again, haven't seen. Him. Haven't seen. Haven't Mike. seen him. So it was tough to <laughs> yeah. tough to do a podcast about him. We could do a whole podcast yeah. about Mike if you want. Um, was he a farmer? You say yes. Enough about Mike. Yeah. I um, met someone. Okay. On Monday night when I went to a, a jam session. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was a, he is one of our friends, Ez's friend, when Ed's used to lifeguard. So he lifeguards. Um in in the on when it's the season for lifeguarding, which I presumed it was summer. Yeah. I didn't want to ask any undue questions. Yeah. Um he then also so he he's an actor, right? Um he's not done loads. Um, but he's done some stuff. Oh, he does a, a lot of work for the Labour Party. So if you ever see a Labour skit, it might be a, it might be my man. Sorry, how do you know him? <clears throat> I'd, uh, he's our friend's friend. Yeah. You, uh, Sorry, li I listen. I, I know you zoned I out. I disappeared. Fuck's sake. He's <laughs> so, sorry. How can you? There's two of us here. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then the internet's there. <laughs> it was and all it is is us doing. I can see you zoning out. <laughs> sorry, I did. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> how often do I do I see you when you zone out. I'm like, I guess what? Well, I'll just tell this story and then we get nothing out of it because you haven't listened and then we move on. Yeah, well, at least I said it early. Most of the time I have to wait. Okay, well, I'm then like... me and everyone else who's listening is going to have to start this again. Yeah, I'm so fucking sorry about this guy. I went out to a jam session. Okay. You there? No, I'm here. With Ez, our friend, who. Yeah, I know Ez. <laughs> We're going to find out who beats who to a fight to death soon. <laughs> who. Is our friend? He lifeguards. Um, he met a friend. Yeah. I one of his friends was there. I they all the all the places on the table were taken up by the time I arrived, so I had to sit on yeah. the end of the table. Admittedly, with this guy who was their friend but wasn't in any conversation. Never a good sign. Not good. But sat down, had a lovely chat with him. He's a lovely man. So your corner could have been bad. Corner could have been bad, but he gave Turned me a hell of a lot of gold because Great. he is a lifeguard. He's like thirty-five. Uh, he's a lifeguard trying to be an actor. Did claymation at universe? Did claymation, claymation? Oh, animation by clay. Yeah. yeah. I told him about our Wallace and Gromit. Just kill me, Gromit. <laughs> that was our first idea. Yeah. Pretty much. He absolutely loved it. Did he love it? He he was he was like that's fucking great. Do um, we tell them or do yeah. we save that? Yeah. No, we tell them. Uh, it was well, because like like, we've we've got a claymation guy now. When we were making videos, when we we're like fifth, well, we're coming. We decided we wanted to make videos when we were like 14, 15. and we were kind of spitballing Ooh. ideas with, with some other friends as well. And it wasn't even our idea. It was our friend Milo, Milo idea, yeah. said, what about this? You do 
um, a stop motion clayma- claymation Wallace and Gromit, but it's all really bad. And Wallace is Wallace is on the floor, decapitated and bleeding. <laughs> and then- I, don't think he's, I think he's actually just melt mil- because mil- he's so no. bad. I think the part of the joke is he's so badly made that his life is hell. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Okay. It's like we've we've built a creature that shit doesn't right. want to live. Yeah, okay. So it's just going, so like every, oh. he's kind of melting in. It's just badly done. Gromit just- Gromit walks over and and he goes. Kill, kill me, me, Gromit. Kill me. Just kill me. <laughs> the end. The end. Three seconds. Three seconds in and out. Um, no, because claymation is hard. Claymation is difficult. Take, three seconds is tough to get done. It is. Um, kill me, Gromit. Kill me, Gromit. Just kill me. Um, so is he good at claymation? Well, yeah, he might be a claymation guy. I think he did it a while ago. Oh, I'd love to have a claymation It would be guy. great, because we could genuinely every, make that. Every friend group is a claymation guy. It's true. You need a sommelier. Instead of people, claymation. You absolutely do. (laughs) Those are your two. Well, those are your two essentials. I think, and then you go luxury. If you have a claymation guy, then no one has to make those fucking lame video uh, holiday montage videos. What? Because you do it all via claymation. Correct. That's why your claymation guy is there. Exactly. He's just there sketching (laughs) things out, ready for his claymation. Then he makes it at home and be like, "Oh, do you remember when Andrew fell in the pool?" Yeah. Yes, I do. Because Mark made a claymation out of it. I would love a classic like Ocean's Eleven heist film where. One of them is the sommelier, and he keeps thinking he. They, they, it's all done, so it's really look, yeah. as if it's like. And now we got the sommelier guy, and he doesn't doesn't know why he's there. Yeah, <laughs> he's running along, he's doing all these things, and he's like, I don't know why, guys. I don't know why you need me. I don't have any of these <laughs> skills. I don't know. You know, he's getting st- like the the, the trapdoors coming down. I don't know why I'm here. I'm yeah. a sommelier. The concierge. <laughs> Well, because they might be breaking into hotels, so that would actually come in handy. The concierge well. can't break into any hotel; he just knows what's out in town. <laughs> or she. Or yeah, but she. also knowing the local area. Yeah. Know? And saying the funny, the what it needs to be ones with real. What's the sommelier? Uh, I do not know. It's the no. guy who. I, I thought <laughs> it's something it to do was? with. What I get. Right was? here we go. Here, here's here's Andrew's <laughs> prediction. He's a fresh off the. Andrew's guess of the week. Fresh off the press. <laughs> <laughs> a sommelier. I think it has something to do with cooking. Okay, not bad. It's a wine guy. It's a wine expert. That's it. Yeah, cool. Which would be just be great because a cook. Right. You still need a cook, uh, but a, a wine expert. Plenty of wine heists out there. Uh, no, no joke. Plenty so. of wine cons. Yeah, no, that's tr- that's good. What's the most useless man you can have <laughs> for a con group? <laughs> uh, BT Internet Man. Thoke, Thoke, think oceans. Has that been done? Is that a sketch? What? Just irrelevant jobs. <laughs> no, that's good. Shit. That's okay. a good one. Well, maybe we should cut this. No, no, we'll leave it in. Okay. Um, but the BT internet connection man, <laughs> although he could maybe hack into someone's network. God damn. Uh, professional dog walker. Yeah. Oh no, but he gets, you know, he could get all the scoops from the park. He could be like the incognito park. I want it to be an expert or a high profile thing, but it's useless. That's what's funniest. Do right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's not just, I don't know. A bin yeah. man or something like that. It should be. It should be people so, who have <laughs> skills that, that are very specific, <laughs> a very particular set of skills. Claymation. Claymation. <laughs> Is this going to be claymation? <laughs> claymation high school with irrelevant sets of skills. No, it's not. The, the, yeah, the yeah, set yeah. of skills. The claym- yeah, claymation's good. Claymation, claymation sommelier does. Sommelier, sommelier works. Yeah. I think a concierge we could still do. <laughs> concierge works. The concierge. And he's just sitting right behind a desk with loads of pamphlets. <laughs> Have you tried this restaurant? <laughs> um, we'll, we'll think of that. But we'll that's, think of that's that. Good. We'll park that. You were saying something before. Yeah. So he was. Um, he's shitting gold. He's, he's like a leprechaun. He's pooping gold. <laughs> I, what is that in reference to? 
Oh, the guy, yeah, he's pooping gold in terms of what he's saying. Yeah, I didn't get what you meant. Yeah, you, you, the guy was shitting gold. Um, he was a seasoned actor, has done some stuff for the Labour Party. Um, he said he's come up with a couple of skits that they rejected, um, but that he's been in. But for to, to maintain his money as his day job, he dresses up as Spider-Man and goes to children's parties to entertain them. Okay. Which was Im- immediately my ears pricked up. <laughs> yeah. This is the guy I want to be I mean, you're, But to. you're someone who's looking, at the moment, is still looking for little side jobs within show business. Do you I know suppose I mean? so, yeah. You're trying to pivot out of your current work. So you're yeah, looking yeah. to like fill your portfolio with little bits here and there. Not sure I'd dress up as <laughs> Spider-Man in front of children. <laughs> Not sure I could do it, to be honest. I don't think... You and me stuff. I'd be awful at it. I haven't got enough like energy and happiness. It would just be like, here I am. <laughs> It's Spider-Man, children. <laughs> I've never You'd seen. I've never shit. seen Spider-Man. <laughs> I'll just do Peter Parker and leave it at that. Is that right, Peter Parker? Who's Superman? <laughs> You'd forget about me. Who's in the box? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's um, Superman's alias? Paul. <laughs> Sinner. Just Paul. <laughs> just Paul. <laughs> no, what is Peter Parker? Spider-Man. Am I right? Yeah. Paul Superman Peterson. is Paul Peterson. <laughs> Dave no, Morris, Clark, um, Kent Clark, Kent Clark, yeah, right. Paul is Paul. Paul. Um, no, so he goes up dressed as um, thing. Paul, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> now he 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 admitted right. He what gave, as Peter Parker, and then he changes. No, he's he goes um, Sp- Spider Man straight off the bat. And I said, "What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you during it?" He said um, that he was getting dressed for it once, and the zipper didn't work on the back. Um, and to the extent that he left, started doing his bit, and then the, the whole zip came down, and his bum was on show to children. Well, he's up, yeah, with with pants on. With pants on. Yeah, okay, just checking. Yeah. It wasn't an offence. I don't know, it's a tight suit. Yeah. Although you don't want any, like, cock um, shadow, you know, cock bulge. You don't want cock bulge. You don't want cock bulge. Um, that's brutal. Um, yes, he said it also pays very well. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, said it's one of the best gigs you can get. And he gave me a piece of advice with kids. He said that any child... Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, that's what I did for it. Okay, here we go. Any child over the age... He's older than you. He's got wisdom. Exactly. And I'm is sitting it, back. You're ready to learn. He was also absolutely pissed out of his tits as well. So is this kind of don't make the mistake I made? Yes. When of. being children Spider-Man. <laughs> um, he said, when, you, when children turn five, right, they know a lot more than they think, than, than you think. <laughs> That was really profound for a second. Yeah, they know a lot more than than I think. What they know a lot more than you think. So you should never patronise a child over five. Don't do the voice. Speak to them like an adult. Interesting. I thought he set the age bar a bit low there. (laughs) Think because I was like, so what you got to them and say, oh, this bloody recession, eh? Um, He said, don't do that, and then left. Guy shitting gold. Guy shitting gold. Um, (laughs) However, he's also he's also patented a. an Instagram handle because he wants to, so he will do um, Spider-Man children's parties in the night. He's got then, a patent for it. Uh, no, well, he got the Instagram handle. This is he spoke patents. Just let me get there. So he does. He's wildly drunk. So he's 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 off his tits. <laughs> he's um doing it. He's doing the chill, Superman. So he's got Batman as well. Um, <laughs> don't think this guy's. Yeah. Don't think he's just like a Spider-Man. No, guy. He's no, Batman he's, as well. Stop Batman. trying to type him. Um, he then goes. He said, and he admitted to me that he actually starts. He started to pimp out his outfits a bit, just because he enjoys, you know, the outfits. He's accidentally becoming a comic book nerd because of the job. So what he wants to do is, in the daytime, do 
children uh, Spider-Man slash Batman children's parties and in the nighttime do a Spider-Man slash Batman burlesque show where he strips. On the same day? Yeah, it has to be on the same day. <laughs> once for the kids, once for the parents. Now that's brilliant. Yeah, I just made that up. Oh. He didn't say that. Well, the, others, the other stuff's not good. No, well, it's not actually on the same day. He just said he's going to do like a burlesque show. But sorry he to... He didn't have any names. Put a pin in it. I think you've, you've hit the nail on the head. Kids show, parents, it's so tedious running these sort yeah. of things. Ch- chuck him in a bouncy castle, then and bring the, the stripper yeah, get, yeah, get, no, get the kid, Yeah, get the kids out, and it's yeah. like, all right, let's, we've invited all the adults around. It's like, it's not fun being a parent at that age. You do, there's so much shit like that. However, and then it's you like, see the Spider-Man that was just making balloon animals. Well, do you want to see his cock? Did you say that to the kids? the parents. Hey, Timmy. You see that? You remember Spider-Man, yeah? Who made you that dog out of balloons? Do you want to see his dick? Because he'll show it, yeah. He will. He didn't have any names for it. Um, and I apologise if he's listening, because he said he would listen to the podcast. Good. Um, but um, So I don't want to like ruin his names, unless there's any rival no. b- Batman slash Spider-Man. I name. wouldn't like it, because I, I wouldn't want to confuse... I wouldn't want to bring sexuality into the outfit. Sure. That but I you have, that's, the whole, that's the whole thing, though. What's the whole thing? Because he's doing burlesque. It's separate. So he wants to do a, a, like a super But who's hero the whole thing show. for? Right. What? the Women and children. No, no, I get the first that. first people but those off the are, boat. Those, that's not the whole thing. Those are two separate things. When you say that's the whole thing as if it's like the hook. It's not the hook. He's just doing two separate yeah, jobs. Which yeah, is exactly. completely unrelated. Right. So the what was your point? The hook would be if it was somehow related. Yeah, sure. But it's not. So then I wouldn't do it. I, uh, there's many reasons why I wouldn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't. No, a, I'm saying it doesn't have to be the same suit, and then you're like, "That's the point. That's the same." Suit. Right. Sure. It doesn't have. I guess it doesn't. Because I don't to be. like the yeah. same. Well, I was costume. suggesting he had. A, he said Spider-Man's tough because you can't take stuff out, and I was like, "You should have a pouch for your balls." And so, <laughs> it's, it's, I think that's a working hazard if you're going to a children's party with a pouch, a poppable pouch in your balls, <laughs> yeah. just in case. Just in case the pouch pops, yeah. pouch pops, and then you're indecently exposing yourself to children. Yeah. Um. But so we uh, we workshop some names. To be honest, I did most of the work. Uh, but we had uh, Bruce Wang for the burlesque show. Because? Bruce Wayne, Batman, yeah, okay, Bruce Yeah, okay, yeah, sorry. That was my bad. Um, the Hard Knight. <laughs> That's really good. And then the best one was Batman and Throbbing. <laughs> That's incredible. So Are they all three yours? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think <laughs> I'm going to come and be Throbbing. Is the <laughs> I said I'll come and be Throbbing. You'd be much better as a male stripper than you would as a children's entertainer, for of sure. Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not great either. <laughs> no, not great. <laughs> not great either. But I definitely feel more comfortable taking my clothes off in front of women than trying to entertain yeah. chil- children. Well, because actually, it's more about the mass entertainment of children. My sister went to a, a hen party, um, and she said it was like a it was like a quite nightmarish view into male strippers, which is quite a rare thing. It's not that common. Yeah. Um, but it was in Manchester, and it was in this room where. There was only straight women, and she's like, she's never, she's never been so terrified of women in her life. And out came, you know, as you can imagine, male strippers who would like get like um, baby oil, and then they just start like flicking it at the women, and the women would be like screaming. The oil, out. yeah, the baby oil, and implying it's come. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it out of the dick area? Or I think it? so. I think they'll flick. They obviously got like a trick to make it. There's a show. I told her to shoot Confetti yeah, out of his yeah. cock like Spider Man's webs. 
Yeah, just, sorry, just I'm still in the conversation. And then they they had like security guards, these big burly security guards who would like have to like riot control because the women were feral. Apparently, it was she's never seen any. My sister said she's never seen anything like just these drunk women just grabbing, gnashing. They they're just yeah. pulling and yeah. and it, it's just interesting because I also think that um, th- that dynamic has hasn't had huge amounts of time to develop like the like male because you right. go to a, a male strip show in america where it's so, it's so popular it's part of the culture there's at least there's been enough court cases to stop people misbehaving partly but there's also there's there's a sort of there's men reading the morning paper there you sure. know it's just yep. so built in yes but i do think once you breakfast get- at a strip club <laughs> But it's, it's a done true. fucking yeah. thing, and it's the one of the most insane. I think one of the things that would put how me much one of the things like that would put me off is when I'm looking at the titties, and then I just look down, and it's just it, beans. No, well, yeah, that too. Obviously, I don't. Yeah, obviously the buffet at the separate strip beans is, and booze. Yeah. <laughs> it's like church and state, or maybe continue like church and state, like church and state. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is church and which is state? Quick fire. Church is the titties. Yeah. And state is the beans. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Quick fire, we're done. Yeah. But the, the problem I'd find with those Ameri- when I see them in the films is that they, it, it normally comes out on a podium. It. Not, I'm not calling, I mean the, wh- where they walk. Sorry. It, that was my bad. Do you talk about the beans still? <laughs> I was never talking away about it comes. I, I was never talking about the beans. In some ways, point. you're always talking about <laughs> beans. <laughs> right. So the, so you know in American strip, it's not like a stage. It's something that the stage comes out into the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if I was looking at titties, I'd hate that occasionally when I look down. Do. <laughs> when I look down, I'd see other men looking at titties. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That would be a big turn off for Oh, for fuck's sake. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Just seeing the it's dumb... almost... And it's like looking in a mirror. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, oh. That's the last thing you want is a mirror of you staring. Staring at tits. Yeah. But there is a way... We I, went to a strip club once in our life. We, we did. Zanti. Yeah. Um, we said this is a life experience. We got lost from the group. Yeah. And it was just me and Horatio. We were with five other boys, something yeah. like that. Um, it was the most it was a one and only lads will ever probably be ever you know, like, of course ever it was just after school it was maybe a a, maybe a, like a, a bachelor party mm. that might you know get back on it but it was we almost went to Zanti a bit reluctantly because we were like I guess we should go and do this yes it seems like a rite of passage it was like a bar mitzvah then, exactly yeah. for all of us yeah we all bathed in the ocean it was a jo- yeah it was a joint bar mitzvah um, and me and Arosha got lost from the from the group and then there was a man handing out. There's, there was a man. We were walking down the strip, yeah. and there was a man. And boy, were we in for one! Yeah. Um, there was a man handing out uh, flyers for yeah. this strip club. There was free entry, <coughs> which apparently isn't a good sign for strip clubs. Okay. Um, and we'd seen him every day, and then me and Oisha were trying to find everyone, and we walked past it and went, "No, thanks, thanks, thanks." Yeah. And walked out. We walked about ten paces down, just looked at each other, and we were like. We well, need to try why not? It. Let's I need do experience. it. We need to hear what the fuss is about. It was hell in there. D- d- deeply uncomfortable. Deeply unsettling. <laughs> I still have nightmares about it. We had a drink there. We go up. When we go upstairs, it's dark, yeah. naturally. You don't want like a fully lit strip club. <laughs> don't want fluorescence. No, it was my first strip club, but I know not to put in like 40 watt bombs in there. Um, but we went went up there and then got got in and we were the only customers. There was oh, no one else there. We were. And there was just, there was a bar and there was just about 15 scantily clad women yeah. in the corner. And I just went, oh. I no. was like, can we bring some more ladies in? This yeah. is not enough for me. And no. I was like, take them all away. <laughs> take them away. Take them away and bring us some new ones. 
<laughs> no, we then, we were like, fuck. Because it was so clear, everyone was looking at us because we were the only customers there. Yeah. And then I have never felt more awkward. Well, also, it's it's the thing which I can imagine working as a stripper is the, the nightmare scenario, which is people come in just to look and don't back pay for dances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we did get two drinks there. But yeah, she... I think she, we got one. She she was out of so- yeah. shoulder and we were like, sorry, not now. And I could just see her face go like, roll, roll her eyes. Yeah, because we really didn't want that. Well, because we thought we'd go in and there'd be like, you know, a show or like a lot of people. Or sound guys. Or yeah, just lighting. <laughs> yeah. Lasers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we... Yeah, so we awkwardly got a drink because we yeah. didn't want to pay no money to them. Yeah. Um, so then sat there with a whiskey when different women were just walking up to us, asking if we want a lap dance, as if they weren't good enough. And yeah, the next yeah, one like, no, no, no. or not our type or something. <laughs> and we were like, we just don't want one, thanks. <laughs> we're, uh, we're just not really into this. We've, this was a mistake coming here. Um, it was free. We thought there'd be more people, so we're just going to leave. And we did. We did leave. And that's my own experience yeah. in a strip club. Probably my only ever experience of a strip club. But still, there's a setting and the dynamic has been, has historical kind of a, bit, a long history. That's why the w- female dynamic, which is a, a relatively newish thing, that's why they're so rabid. Because yeah. it's like there's been no, you know, it's like... Um, They've never seen anything like it in their lives. It's like Japan and World War II. I couldn't. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> exactly the same Japan thing. and World War II, which for a thousand years had been um, shut off from the rest of the world. Yeah. So when it opened up and there was thousands of years of technology they'd been missing out, they'd, they'd, their culture had just been growing within itself. When it became time for colonial powers, they were like, it was when they became a colonial power, they're like, we've got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. That's why they became mental in World War II because they were just trying to do things at a rampant rate. It hadn't do you mean during the war or after the war? During the during war. During the war, yeah. They were just, that's why they were... They, they were Flying planes down, into stuff. Exactly. Because yeah. it was like, fuck, we've missed out on so much shit. So women strip club patrons are the yeah. equivalent of Japanese kamikaze pilots. It's like, sh- they, 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 they see an, uh, the the gender they're attracted to, scandly cat on stage. And said, yeah. And they've seen men do this for thousands yeah. of years. And they're like, what the fuck? But instead of... Ah, we got some, it's basically like, we've got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> but instead of Pearl Harbor, it's a man's oily butt cheek. <laughs> that they're just no, no, crashing no. into. Instead of... Well, yeah. Okay, fine. If Pearl Harbor is... The, the, the man's the, butt the, cheeks. Yeah, yeah, sorry. That's your butt cheeks. The women are crashing into it. <laughs> <laughs> they're just ex- kamikaze down and exploding into it. The analogy's good. It's, it's definitely it's there. Good. It's, it's present. There. I'll tell you that. It's good. It's definitely not bad. Um, Do you think you'll ever go to a strip club again? Uh, no, I'd like to go. If I went to America, I'd definitely go to one. I want to see one with the buffet. I want to yeah, yeah, see it. Yeah, because also yeah. you can't really do them in the UK because it's not the right experience. You know, it's, no. it's not a real thing. Yeah. It's a copy of American thing. We don't do it well over here. You want to go to one Atlanta. I want to go to Atlanta strip club. I want to go to like the Ozark strip club. Yeah. Just literally the one that's in Ozark. Yeah. So completely out the way. Yeah. You've got to drive like two miles in the dark so to get to. So it's like the strippers have really depressing stories. Awful, <laughs> awful <laughs> stories. The amount of untended children there are yeah, at yeah, home. Yeah, 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 yeah. The bleakness in the face. Yeah, yeah. The disgustingness of the fried chicken that's on offer. Unhard. The sat, exactly. <laughs> the age of the men is about 50. The average weight is 20 stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I need. Yeah, yeah. That's what I need to get off. Mm. And it's becoming an increasing problem in my sex life that that's the only way I can come. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's the dream, dream scenario. It really is. Um, bookmark boys good lord they bring the noise these are old bookmarks I've got in my hand so it's time for some freshies well would you look at that some freshies I miss 
Being surrounded by loose acquaintances who think I'm funny and smart and charming. Alexis Rose, Shits Creek. Should we try and do impressions of everyone that we read out? Uh, but you're going to have to hand it to me so I don't see it. And then I'm going to have to do it immediately. Okay. So I have no time. You have no time. I have no time. You have no time. Just, and you might not one. know the person. Right? <laughs> I'm not even going to look either. I'm not even going to look either. It's a lucky, <laughs> lucky impression podcast. Put, put my okay. Here at Glowing Gym, we understand that ugliness and fatness are genetic disorders. Did, oh, no, shit. I thought it was Joe Exotic. Who is it? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's... Um, yeah, White, that was my White bad. Goodman. It was White Goodman from yeah, Dodgeball. I, I'm going to really be bad at this. <laughs> gonna I'm going to panic. I told <laughs> you, if you give me... If you don't spring an impression on me, I've got better at them. If you spring them on me, you're getting nothing. <laughs> There's going to be no good that can come from this. I hope it's a woman. <laughs> Straight away. <laughs> I am a... <laughs> I... I'm a, I am on a curiosity voyage and I need my paddles to travel. Not bad. Dustin from Stranger Things. Good, that's pretty he good. Has a, he has a list of Give me thing. one more, give me one we'll more. Do, we'll do one more each. Hopefully but, not American. Well, they're all good. I think most of them are American. American. Uh, oh, there you go. Not American. Okay. My body looks like it's been carved by a four-year-old from a bu- budget block of ham. Greg Davies. Greg Davies, know. yeah. It's an English right. accent, certainly. It's not, too, it's not I'll hard. Do, I'll do it's one not the biggest jump. I'll do one more. Come on, then. carry on playing the game. It's a good we'll fun game. Take that then. Same one. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, it's straight what? away. No, too racially insensitive. And on, and that's the end of the game. Well, she's an American. Well, no, but there's a twang. You, you don't have to do the. You didn't have to do the eyes. Yeah, but that's what was going to happen. <laughs> well, under pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Under pressure, I go incredibly racially insensitive. <laughs> that would be so funny. An American Asian, and you yeah. just do the most racial <laughs> Chinese stereotype accent. Would be funny. Would be racist, but undeniably. But undeniably funny. funny. <laughs> he ha ha, fun, fun, fun. There's a new phenomenon that we've been wanting to talk about on this pod it's for a garden while. Garden bowls. It's garden bowls. Why are all the kids no. playing it? Um, over the last four months, in a way I've never seen before, yeah. on TikTok, has been taken over by a man called Andrew Tate. If you don't know about him, it means you're probably not on TikTok. Because it's seemingly... If we talk about the way that fame has been disseminated on the internet age, Andrew Tate's fame uh, is, epitomizes that. Yeah. Where someone who's not on the app will literally have no idea who he is. Mm. And people on the app will see him every single day. That's the only person they know. Yeah, exactly. It, feel, it feels like... And it's... There's a lot to unpack with Andrew Tate, uh, the because pheno- it's more of a phenomenon than a person almost. Yeah, just the, he's a what, force. He's a force because um, what he's done is I do think will eventually be the end of TikTok um, as a functioning app. But it, it's quite impressive what he's managed to do, which is on his Hustlers University. He's basically sorry for those of you yeah. who don't know, Andrew Tate is like um, he's sort of like this businessman. He's like the kind of final form of the motivational um, yeah. businessman, uh, male act rights activist He's a cousin, uh, he's your mad cousin that went to a conference and you meet him back at Christmas and he's got loads of crazy ideas. But it's the logical end point because he's actually made a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. But it's successful. Um, and just ticks all the boxes of those sort of things, but just takes it to its nth degree really yeah um and he has as everyone they always have pyramid schemes but his one hustlers university he gets people to sign up and part of it is you basically got to start build your own tiktok where you post andrew tate's clips yeah all right so he doesn't even have a tiktok account but he's filled on everyone's feed because he's got hundreds and hundreds of people just 
reclipping his old clips, which he seems to have endless amounts of content as well. Yeah. This man, what's amazing, extraordinary about his the way he's come into the scene is it feels like he's just he never existed and then god has created someone who's got this full lifetime it's like he was born as a 35 year old man but with a million memories yeah yeah, yeah there's clips of him where re- is he, he was on reality tv and when he was 21 years he old he was on big brother wasn't he mm, I don't think yeah he was oh maybe it was yeah i saw that i think it was uk big brother well, he's things was he we, like we, none of us knew anything about. Something. He was a kickboxing world champion. It was like someone just made up. He was also a kickboxing world champion. Yeah. So there's these clips cut up. He does his own vlogs. He has his own podcast, um, and he's been on reality TV. And he was a kickboxer. So there's just he seems to have lived this fully full life. Yeah. And now it's everywhere, and we see every part of it. Mm. Like he's a famous person before. Yeah. Uh, and I do think people will start doing this and it, it will eventually bring TikTok down. What, that, getting people to reclip their clips? Yeah, or just that method of trying to take over TikTok. I think lots of other people will start doing it and it will dilute the content. So yeah, it'll make yeah. your feed filled with these sort of people. That and the... Surely they can run an algorithm that's just like, this is the same video as someone else has posted, delete. Because that's also can stop people from nicking your videos. But it's not the same video, it's the same guy and that's different. But it's fine if it's the same guy you just don't want the same videos i'm saying what will make tiktok not a good place for content will be in the way that i keep getting football highlights because i watch them till the end even though i don't want to see them that's going to happen with these guys yeah and that will eventually just make that like all these apps the content will become shit like when you go on facebook and you see the suggestive for you which is the maddest things i've ever seen yeah because no one's posting off my facebook feed (coughs) when i scroll down it's nearly all suggested for you. Yeah. So that's like three in a row. Yeah. Of anime girls with big titties, which is council suggested. estate, which is based on your internet food. history. Council estate cuisines always comes up, <clears throat> which is like council nostalgic meals. Is that of a page? Like egg and chips. Is that a page? Is a page. Right. Of just photos of like baked beans and stuff. So it's not good food. <clears throat> well, it's it's more. It's clearly speaking to people with working class backgrounds get them nostalgia for dishes they loved as a kid. Okay. Potato smileys, whatever. Sure. And that comes up for some reason. Yeah. Suggested for me. No idea why. Right. So none of them seem to be linked to me with in a way, the algorithm. In a way, Facebook is where you can get the most authentic content because in no way is it suggested for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's really, if you want to expand yeah, yeah. your horizons, get, get yourself out the get echo chamber. back on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and the something that will destroy it. The two things I've noticed, which is like, okay, I can see the beginning of the end now yeah. from its golden age, its sweet spot that and the influx of people selling stuff where it'll just be them as a person and be like and yeah. then it's linked tiktok shop in the thing but it's not a sponsored post right yeah 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 and people just are now yeah. doing that's all over my page now it's a real tiktok sh- shop will destroy tiktok humans basically. really are cunts aren't they yes. it's a shame that everyone has to ruin everything yeah. Just it was by, good for a bit. It had a good every, No, but everything's good for a bit and then it just gets ruined by yeah. everyone yeah. doing everything. And now it's just going to be that and some other male chauvinist or something like that. But anyway, Andrew Tate is interesting because the stuff he says is... There's a lot of Andrews around. A lot of Andrews though. are coming in. It's coming back. Licks a tit, Andrew. Licks a tit or whatever, They're not always Andrew. doing the best things. They're always <laughs> fucking it quite a lot. <laughs> just bringing the name slightly down. Because I don't know that many Andrews anyway. Yeah, in a personal life, but they seem to go far. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so what do you think of Andrew Tate? Um, he's, he seems, I don't, is he doing a character? Probably. 
it's it's gone past that. Yeah, but I think when people do these kind of public characters, they do it so much, and it, it becomes so ingrained within their brain that they just are that eventually. But he's part. He can't it. really believe some of the stuff he says. Obviously, he can't. He says that women should tattoo their body count to their forehead, and it would solve all the world's problems. Well, I can believe that one. Yeah. What? He does speak some truths. <laughs> but that is a funny thing to say. So there are some things that's just like, <laughs> it's like he's an odious, misogynistic toad, sure. But he's got star power. He's yeah. undeniably funny, in my opinion. I think a lot of the stuff he says, he doesn't, a lot of these people m- miss a lot. He does, he does, when he's being funny, he does make me laugh. So does he try and be funny? Yeah, definitely. Okay. He's, he's I part, don't, I haven't seen much of it. It's like him. a showmanship to him. I've know. only seen him do like interviews or something. Yeah, and he'll say things like, his response to most people, which is interesting, the things that would bring, he says stuff that would bring most people's career down. And his response to people trying to get, is normally, what colour is your Bugatti? And he mm. says Bugatti mm. with this weird accent he has because mm. he seems to have lived every life. Right. Bugatti, which is an undeniably funny response because it's actually really hard to come back from. Yeah. I don't have a Bugatti, so I don't know what colour it is. Yeah. It's just, that's such a good way to get rid of that sort I of I suppose thing. so, even though it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. What colour is your Bugatti? Right, That's right, you don't have one. So right. shut the fuck up, basically. Uh, well, but then the argument is I don't think you should have a platform because of the hateful things you're saying. You say, well, I'm rich. Yeah, which... Obviously, yeah, funny. but it's it's funny. got a, it's got a Trumpian it does. approach to it, which yeah. undeniably works. It kind of makes him untouchable. <laughs> it does because he's just like I'm rich as fuck, yeah. and he's part. He lives in Romania, so he is sort of untouchable. He lives in this compound in Romania. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I think I saw that. Um, but I, 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 the thing that I find interesting actually, Tate, I do think it's negative society, definitely, and I think, well, especially when you read the comments. But and, does anyone take him seriously? Yes. Well, that's horrific. Though. Horrific. Um, I, you see all the comments constantly saying commentate W, and I can't help watching his videos. Commentate W, win, you know W at L. Oh, they just say W. They comment W. Commentate W. That's a classic Tate win. That's uh, like the comments that's under right. all his videos. Yeah, when he's just said the worst thing you can imagine. Um, but and pro- there's there is a sense of irony on TikTok though, in the comments. But it gets completely lost. So it starts yeah, slowly, yeah. but it's these incelly types who finally have someone speaking up for what the what the biological truth of yeah. reality is. That yeah, men yeah. are like this, women are like that. Thank God um, we've got this bald kickboxer. But what I find interesting is it's I realised watching Andrew Tate was the same thing I realised with early Jordan Peterson, which is though I don't agree uh, with their um, um, it's bloody hard. Everything's difficult. You gotta put a bit like that. I've been up through the hell and down back again. Um <coughs> is that women. Um, I, I realise the same thing which is though I don't agree with their views um, it's not all, what you said off her I do think they're capitalising on the need for male confidence and the need for speed and the need for speed which I think is a tactical flaw from the left and feminism is that if you don't give men mm. a space to be confident, yeah, love themselves, and want to achieve a lot in life, then you will lose them as a demographic. Yeah, and I think you might. I can understand a hardcore feminist being like, "Why do I owe men anything?" and having political beliefs why they wouldn't, but just tactically, yeah, you yeah. Will, is, there's no. And I the re, seeing the belief Andrew Tate's instilled in so many men, the reason why men take him seriously is because he's like, "I don't give a fuck." 
I'm a, a millionaire. What yeah. color is your Bugatti? He's got private jet. He says all this stuff about women, but it's more like you can do it too. Because he, he started off poor. He made it himself. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, it's an inspirational story. Yeah, and so that sort of stuff. And the problem with John Peterson and the problem with Andrew Tate is they use that message, which is sh- sorely missed elsewhere in society. Yeah, yeah. Cause there's two, and then they Trojan horse it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because there's so much focus on anything, uh, other issues that aren't anything to do with, you know, white male stuff. Yeah. So, so therefore, they naturally get out of the, the discourse. I see that. And then if you're a mentally, and I, I, the, I, 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 real, it, I, I sort of verbalized it better with Andrew Tate because I, I felt it at the time with John Peterson. I couldn't put my finger on why I, what I was thinking about that for phenomenon and it's basically the same thing which is like there's so many insecure miserable young men yeah who are just look who don't feel like they owe anything just to in anyone. this house in this house <laughs> and all the i just tactically it's like if you could give men a space to genuinely be confident like a dojo a dojo or just feel <laughs> like they could give them a field back themselves and that they weren't but what space do you mean? Because what, like, uh, that's surely the space just comes in the general attitude of society. I think if you look at Sports. most progressive po- politics, there's not a space where it's encouraging you mean men like to live inter- their best lives. Yeah, like a like an ideology almost. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah or yeah. just adapting the ideology so it's <clears throat> like if you because want the majority, achieve, if you the want vast majority things, of yeah. the spaces with, uh, for these guys yeah. to, or for anything that yeah. overly shouts about male confidence and yeah. self-actualization, they tend to be pretty bad. Exactly. But if you can harness it, you've got a huge demographic Therefore, that you're missing. So who should be the next Labour leader? Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. <laughs> Andrew Tate you think should it should be. be Andrew Tate. We can find someone more modern. But imagine you're like in that 14-year-old age where you're trying to work out what you think and you've got the left who are constantly <laughs> complaining about yeah, white yeah. men how toxic you are how you're yeah, you haven't yeah, even yeah. done anything in your life you're a teenager and you're just constantly hearing about how you've had your turn you know yeah. your your every, your success is taking it away from someone <clears throat> and then yeah. you have someone it just leaves that space open for the andrew tates to say don't listen to them you're fucking amazing yeah live your best life make a lot of money and don't apologize for it you're naturally gonna go towards that yeah thing and then the trojan horse stuff will come later so i do think the kind of left if they could reposition it where mm. it was still like no if you fucking make something yourself and live an inspirational life that isn't just being really nice and listening to women you know it's do you know what i mean it's like no we support men we we that we think men can live a great life you know clap clap like clapping behind yeah. women and stuff like that but i guess you don't i think part of it is that men don't really need to be told that because it has been told for so long because they if do I, need to be told if, and honestly i don't i there's never been with any of this and i don't know what you think but if it, throughout all of this you know yeah. feminism malarkey as i like to call it yeah i never once thought oh i don't have uh, no one wants me it might be that it's not really that no one wants me yeah and you have a, se- a level of self-love that very like most men of this generation are really struggling with yeah but that that's what i think clearly about. I just struggling because you with. think oh, okay yeah fair enough i level the playing field it's not i guess if you read the messages so like i'm superficially is a harsh word but i don't yeah. mean it if you read the messages superficially then it therefore tacitly implies that no men should be able to succeed because all women have to succeed but it's more it just tacitly imply that 
it openly implies that regularly on certain things. Depends on which space we're looking at. If we're looking at the nut, the nuttos. Yes. The big, the big thunder nuts. Yeah. Rather than you know. A but more it's not mainstream. even be, it's not even being incorporated into more mainstream. And I think if they yeah. can incorporate it where it's yeah. like, it's not a toxic trait for men to be successful. And I think we'd stop having these. But do you think there's men out? You think there's young teenagers or people our age out there who aren't being successful because someone told them that they shouldn't be? I think society doesn't encourage it in a way it sh- could. Right. Um, and I do think that there's... Do you think a, it really affects like someone's I career do, choice or I think their it, aspirations? I think it demotivates... I think it can be a de- de- demotivating factor for a lot of... Um, really? Well, I think the way they latch on to... If you saw the response to Peterson... Yeah. And this is partly where it comes from. But that's from, just because it's in a culture war. I think that's more just to do with a general cultural dialogue rather than people making actual decisions about their individual lives it's more like oh i agree with that guy because it's about me i don't think it's we need this guy and i don't think people they might read his self-help books to get like you know better at doing stuff but i don't think what people have heard from peterson have made them go i'm actually i i from the the left-wing discourse that men are trash I'm not going to try and be successful. And they hear Peterson, they're like, oh no, I am going to try and be successful. I think it's just a cultural and everyone's just chatting fucking hot air rather than making it like making informed, practical life decisions for the individual. No, I disagree. Yeah, fair enough. I think think people like uh, that. But that would imply that they care. That would imply that they care about what the, the, like the discourse is saying. Like, oh yeah, we should give women a chance, which a lot of these guys aren't caring about. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? If they were to be, if someone was going to be deterred by, like, I don't know, uh, going for a career in banking mm-hmm. or something, and it was saying, you know, yeah. no, or like a CEO well, just, yeah, being wants an to be a CEO yeah. or yeah. an entrepreneur, yeah. I don't think anyone is going, oh, I'm not going to be an entrepreneur anymore because of all the mean stuff that's said about No, me. I don't think that's, that, that simplifies it because I don't think that's yeah. it. I think it's swathes of men not accepting other more progressive aspects of an ideology yeah. because it doesn't welcome them in a way that when people people who are super lost but people can change their lives around so much no, when I, they're in a dark place they hate themselves and then there's so that's why all these ridiculous culty leaders these motivational speakers do yeah, so yeah, well yeah. because they, they it's like finally someone who but they buy them. into an ideology yes like I don't but then make them buy into the right one because I don't think that part is the hard but I thing. think part of it because if you're it depends what we're talking about success as well because like if you're going to be if you aspire to be a CEO of uh, being happy the whole being point successful, but hold on because yeah. the whole point about because yeah. we there's one sphere of public life which would be you know the political talk and then the other sphere is the working talk and I think the whole point is that the culture of the working like if you wanted to become a CEO if you're a male it's so much more uh, accessible for you in every way that you're not really going to be deterred by that. You'd only be deterred. You wouldn't be deterred I'm not by someone about else. CEOs. So what kind of thing? I'm Just... talking about self-love. I'm talking about genuine confidence. Right. So more in, interpersonal. Interpersonal, stuff. which okay. obviously bleeds out into Get everything. That. Yeah. So obviously, at CEO, the people who are CEO are going to be or CEOs. Or just like anyway. a striving, because that's one thing about it. Like it, I'm thinking about it in terms of external traditional success like yeah. jobs yeah. basically rather than kind of individual confidence i think it's the whole thing i think ceos are going to be ceos no matter what because it's at the top five percent of those but one just you know because i try to use we'll banking be like, stuff, that. like anything just like classically specified. well then but then what is success it's, it's, it's we need the, to define it's the self thing it's the 
but the no, swathes of people who feel completely alienated. But someone like no, because Andrew Tate's talking about I'm rich, you can be rich too. Yes. So it's about let's talk about attaining money. But it's not I don't think any man that. is not gonna gonna not seek money because the left wing are mean to men. Do you know what I mean? I don't think it actually kind of puts people down. No. To stop them being successful. No, but what they they won't accept left wing values because it doesn't encourage. And I'm not talking about. I agree with that. I'm not talking but about that's the ideology thing. Andrew Tate does talk a lot about money, but th- that's not why he's doing well. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Because it's no, I agree. It's the it's ideology the, thing. It's seeing a man when it feels like it's so taboo. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Not give a fuck and take what he wants, you know. And it, you can make that less problematic if you yeah. can encourage that. And I do. Feel, I do feel we encourage insecurity in men and I do feel the mainstream culture can celebrate insecure yeah. men and but, I do think that's damaging. Yeah. No, I agree. And I, 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 I agree. celebrate yeah. men who are confident. We don't want to celebrate guys like that. No. Yeah, so it's getting it into the right But sphere. then the reason why men will always follow guys like that is because they're not getting the messages anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no one else telling them that. And how powerful a message it is yeah, inspiring men to really achieve something that isn't just yeah, you know, yeah. respecting women, basically. Yeah, it I should suppose be that, so, but yeah. it, you need so much more than that. Yeah, I guess so. I just think there's still a lot of you know other discourse around that isn't just the the kind of culture political thing, the cultural political thing that we have, and like people are still men still do great things and get great praise from it. I d- yeah, I don't really understand that. Because like, if you, you, won't, you don't just see no valid- man is not you doing anything. You, no, I'm not saying you don't just seek validation in what people are saying about men in the media. You don't seek validation for that. You seek. It, I don't. Uh, you seek it like your job and doing well at your job and with your family and things like that. Not just what the politicians are talking about. But we're talking about society wide. We're yeah. not talking about. Um, but yeah, your friends. Yeah, but we're, we're talking about the swathes of people who are alienated and the, the I think there is a big crisis in confidence amongst yeah. all people um, but there's a lot of focus on it on building up with women yeah know? yeah yeah and I don't think that's the same for a lot of young men if you just read some of the forums and the, the, the self-hatred and all these things and, I, and you say like it's stopping them make money I think it is stopping them make money if that's one of, that'll be one of the byproducts of getting out of this yeah this place of utter self comp- lack of self confidence yeah, yeah. complete insecurity um really not feeling like you're you're worthwhile feeling like you're a bad person and i think you can channel that and in, encourage yeah, yeah. people and say if you do make something yourself that will be a good thing and you should be celebrated for it absolutely yeah 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 no no i i agree i think um, yeah as a, yeah i think it's kind of in between i think it's kind of in between what we're both saying because I don't think it's as... And I think the people that read it as that are kind of morons. Yes. But morons is a big percentage. They are. It's a big percentage. And it's like the morons who are following Andrew Tate, I'm like, lead that... There's a big dumb flock of men who are hurt, scared and stupid, which is a dangerous group. And it's like... It's like you're, you're... It's literally like sheepdog. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, try and get them in the right pen is all I'm saying. Yeah. And if you've got someone who's saying, sheep are great, you know... She, you, sheep are cool. And then the sheep are like, okay, coming along. They could be a sheep, then they'll become a And then a they get them in there and they're like, we need to kill chickens. <laughs> <laughs> no, we go, sheep are great, believe in yourself, you can be a great sheep. And then it's like, you don't also need to hit chickens. And yeah. then we can get them in the right pen, is what right, I'm saying. Okay. The analogy got a bit shaky near the end. So it's all about... Herding up <laughs> swarves of morons yeah. into a pen. The right pen. The right pen. Yeah. So what's the right pen? The right pen is a blend. Right. 
A blender. Of, the right pen is a blender. We killed of, it. Of nuanced views with progressive values, in my opinion. You're never going to have that. You can't have that. Moron, moron. Part of the issues with morons is they don't understand the concept of nuance. Uh, yeah, but you can, you can, you can shave. You're always you going to have fringe. You can sand it off the side. You can sand it off. We've got to get as many yeah. morons as possible yeah. into the right pen. Exactly. With a natural leakage. Yes. And it's hard. It's just easier to get them the pen with a quite basic message that I think is a good thing. Golden Curl for president. Uh, thanks for listening guys we'll, we're going to move on to the Patreon now um, thanks for everybody who signed up uh, I'm going to be away for six weeks but we'll carry on doing the podcast while I'm away in Edinburgh and then I'm doing a trip straight away after that if you're in Edinburgh come see my show at 10pm at the Waverley Bar um, we'll carry on doing the podcast every week or at least attempt to um, we'll do it see you guys next week <laughs>